Today on Smalley Marriage Radio, we have a very special show because we are answering your questions and we got a really powerful question from a wife in Oregon and here's what she asked. I know that whenever there are relationship problems, there are problems on both sides. We both have things we need to work on to save our marriage, but my spouse kind of acts like I'm the only one with problems and if I would just get fixed you know, myself, we might not argue as much or have any problems anymore. He doesn't want to work through the lessons or watch the videos or really learn anything different than what he is already doing. He just wants me to get fixed so he can keep doing the same things. How can I or me working through all these things, which I've been doing since December, she threw that one in there, really make a difference in our relationship so that we can both be happy? It's great for him if I become a servant wife, but it seems to absolve him from feeling any need to become a servant husband. What kind of hope can you offer to couples like us? Whoa, is that a great question from Oregon? Thank you for submitting that. Welcome to Smalley Marriage Radio. I am your host, Michael Smalley, along with co-host... Seth Johnson. And co-host... Amy Smalley. Oh, you have the Amy and Michael show with the sidekick, Seth. <laughs> I've been demoted from co-host to sidekick. Hey, be happy I gave you sidekick. I am, thank you. After last show's performance, <laughs> just be happy. Let's not talk about it. Okay. So, all right. We we say every show, if you have questions, go to smalleyinstitute.com, wave the little mouse over radio shows, and and click on the ask a question. And so this is this is one this of those is one of shows. Those. You yeah. guys responded, and uh, we're going to start kind of knocking some of these out for you. We are, and I thought this was a really great question, and I walked in and uh, convinced my wife, Amy, to come in because I thought you might find some passion in this question as well. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I can totally hear the frustration of knowing that you might have issues. I can remember early on, I was the escalator and I would sometimes get really intense, which you would assume was yelling, Yes. which sometimes it was yelling. Um, but that became, <laughs> that became, the, <laughs> that became the focus. The focus just was on my junk. You have the problem because, and we say this a lot at our seminars, yeah. escalate because you have escalators and avoiders. Right. The problem is both lead to divorce. Right. But people tend to pick on the escalator because your guys' issue is way really more obvious. Loud. Well, yeah, it's like a parent. I always tell people, you don't ever wonder how an escalator feels. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, right. They tell you. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, let me pick my <laughs> my pride off the floor. But then avoiders, we shut down and we tend to think we're so much healthier. But the truth is we're not. We are just as dysfunctional. We've actually done entire shows on just those four Absolutely, germs. Absolutely, yeah. So, Amy, what kind of advice would you have for this lady? She's from Oregon. She's basically in a marriage that she feels like this isn't getting better. This stinks. He mm-hmm. thinks I'm the only issue, but I know I'm not. Mm-hmm. What do you say? Well, you know, I didn't learn a whole lot that I remember from a lot of my counseling, uh, a lot of my education at Wheaton. But one of the things I think I remember early early on, in, uh, and it was in a marriage class, is you need to keep things balanced. And when one person feels the weight of the relationship in a undue way, it just feels really, really heavy. And so I would just encourage her to share her feelings and to be able to say, look, I understand 
that, you know, we aren't perfect. And I specifically, this is what I specifically know is not perfect. And I need to work on this. I need to have some impact or some influence from you on what you see as not perfect. Well, it, so it matters how she says it though, right? Yes, So like, because she could go to her husband and go, you are such a jerk and you might think I have my problems, but you have so many more worse <laughs> problems, many much more than I do. That's many That's, much more, yes. I hope you don't do that voice often at home. I do. <laughs> when I'm really upset, I do. Amy, I'm sorry. <laughs> but that is, it is. But it matters, right? Because you said share I've, feelings. So what would that, you were given a good example, but give a more succinct, like, so what could she say that might set her husband up to receive it the best, like in a short kind of succinct. I could do it with my voice again, but Well, I, I think even just putting it on on early on on our relationship, I can remember early on saying I totally understand that I'm coming across as is oh. very hurtful and how my approach to you, I understand. I would imagine that some of the stuff that she's working on it are some of the similar things of maybe of what I've I was accused of or possibly. what I was possibly doing was just criticizing or or coming too much over the top sometimes with how I explain things. Maybe or, pointing the finger a little bit too intensely. I, absolutely. Some of those things. And by saying those things, by owning those things first, by owning them and then being able to say, I own that, this is, but I am feeling pretty, I, I guess, powerless to really impact our relationship because I feel like or limited in how that impacts our relationship because if it's just about me changing those things which I'm that totally on board fair. I totally on board to change it doesn't seem it's fair and it, and it feels like that I that the weight of this is all about me and me changing and I I you know and I would just say you know are you I would perfect? like this you know you know well, I, I might not go that far because if you that start going, now I'm pointing the yeah, finger like, do you, like, you really think well, you're I mean, perfect? I might say, you know, I Dorcas Aurelius. You recognize that you're not perfect. And I just need well, I'm to sorry, know. Were you saying that to me? <laughs> Did you say, I recognize that I'm not perfect? Is that what you just said? I, I, I hope oh, so. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope, this is I hope news you to recognize me. you're not perfect. I was not aware of this. Guys, I'm taking notes just so you know. <laughs> Seth, this is getting incredibly awkward. Well, before we keep going on this, because it's so important, I want to make sure that. You remember you're listening to Smalley Marriage Radio, and if you want more information on everything we do at the Smalley Institute, just head on over to smalleyinstitute.com. You can become a member, so maybe you're maybe you're hearing this show and you're like, I need help. Well, you can get that help instantly. Sign up to become a member, and that gives you instant access to our most powerful video series throughout the years, including ones from my father, Dr. Gary Smalley. So we have all of his stuff there, all of his stuff up there. Man, I'm having a lot of trouble today, Seth. But become a member at smallinstitute.com. And also, if you're in the Woodlands, Houston area, we're doing another Reignite Love Talk evening workshop. So that's coming up March 25th in the Woodlands. You can find out more online at smallinstitute.com or call us toll free at 888-565-6462. So Amy, what we're saying is she has every right to, to go, look, you're right. And you're saying if you want your husband or your spouse to receive that maybe they need to get help to mm -hmm. start off first by owning it. Absolutely. Right? So, hey, look, you're right. I escalate or whatever. My, right. I'm too critical. I'm this Absolutely. and that. And that does. That sets them up to be not as defensive. But then you try to soften the, hey, listen, I just, I, I, I don't, it doesn't seem fair. Or it doesn't, doesn't seem like this is going to go as good for our relationship if we're not both getting help. And notice how I said that. That we're not both getting help. I didn't say that you don't get help either, right. jerk. 
Or we're both right. not changing. We're right. both not committed to changing. Yeah. I need to be, and just I say, I need to be set up to succeed. I think that that's one of the things that that Michael and I still kind of work on is it's my it's my part to figure out about my anger. That's my part. But you don't want to set me up to be angry. You don't want to, want to set me up for you. If you're constantly forgetting things or, or not making things that are important to me, important to you, then that makes our relationship harder. It makes it harder for me to say, well, you know what? If he doesn't care about remembering something that's important to me, then my frustration for that becomes more, it becomes bigger and it makes it harder for me to handle myself well. Well, and the reality is that I don't, and what Jesus says over and over again, and we want to encourage y'all listening, if this is you and you feel like that's totally me, I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I'm the only one doing the work, probably that's not as accurate <laughs> as you not, think it is. Yeah. But if this is you and, and you do feel like you're trying to get help, but your spouse seems resistant, go to Matthew 5, 38 through 40 and just kind of reread what Jesus says, how we should handle difficult people. Mm-hmm. And and that that's kind of some of the greatest advice on this area. But Seth, when we were doing the notes for this show, you had brought up kind of like when she when she says it's great for him if I become a servant wife, but it seems to absolve him from feeling any need to become a servant husband. I thought you had a really interesting point on that. Yeah, that part really hit me uh, <clears throat> because how it's how it's worded it makes it seem like um, this striving for a better marriage and working on uh, these tools uh, for this relationship is is really actually just benefiting him. How mm-hmm. how she states it, like, oh, it's helping him in all these ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's really good to understand that it's helping you. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's huge benefit on on your end. So it's not like you're just like serving this beautiful thing up on a platter to him and not receiving any of the goodness. Like, you do. You get yeah. benefit from being when look. When you love difficult people, you benefit from that. You will never lose being more like Christ. You will right. never lose I, being obedient to his words. You will never, ever, ever, ever lose. And I think that that's so true because what you are doing is you're becoming more mature and complete and holy and you know and righteous. And I mean, if you take the whole anger thing, you know, whether or not you choose to ever see that as being changed or not, or the belittling or whatever, it's being able to say, God, I know that this is what you want for me because you don't want me to be, you know, to be quick to becoming angry or quick to criticism yeah. or quick to the it's me becoming more and more mature. And that does benefit you, but it benefits me as well. And I think that's mm-hmm. what you're saying. Yeah, and you know, Jesus says that consider it like a privilege and a joy when you suffer, because when you suffer, you get another opportunity to be more like him. Sanctification. It is, baby, and sanctification ain't easy. No. And being more like Jesus is never going to be easy. So I hope I hope we've encouraged you, Oregon. That's what we're calling her. Because <laughs> she's from Oregon. We'll yeah. just call her Miss Oregon. Yeah, Miss Oregon. Like Mrs. Beauty Queenie. Mrs. Yes, Oregon. Mrs. Oregon. <laughs> and we hope you're encouraged, because the truth is, no matter what, when you get healthy, you get healthy and you benefit mm-hmm. from true. that, like Seth was talking about. But two, we hope we've kind of encouraged you and maybe pushed back a little bit that be careful not to be the Holy Spirit for your husband. Mm-hmm. But then if you do when you do approach, because it's okay to approach, take ownership first, but then yeah. be inclusive and be very careful not to point the finger. Absolutely. Because when you start blaming people, going, you, 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 I'm pointing at Amy and Seth right now, because <laughs> you guys have the issue, people don't receive that well. I wish you'd stop pointing. All right. <laughs> well, thanks for listening. I want to tell you what's coming up next on Smalley Marriage Radio. Uh, why does the person that you love most criticize you so much? Where does this criticism come from? 
That's next on Smalley Marriage Radio. Don't forget, become a member. It's instant access to all the best resources we have to help you build a better relationship at smalleyinstitute.com. We have the Reignite Love Talk Evening Workshop uh, workshop coming March 25th. Smalley Marriage Radio is brought to you by the Smalley Institute. If your marriage is on life support, reignite your relationship in just two days. Find out more online at smalleyinstitute.com or call us toll-free at 888-565-6462.